Michael Bluth was taking his son to an interview at the prestigious Milford School, an institution once famous for its credo that children should be neither seen nor heard. And things have changed around here. We have talking sessions throughout the day. We even have a talking room where students are encouraged to go in and talk to their heart's content. Sounds like fun. First thing he said all day. The point is, I am not my father. I do think it's best for the Milford School to distance itself from the Bluth name. It's, it's nothing personal. Are you talking about the fact that my father is in jail? Because uh, I don't like to be compared to my father either. I don't mind being compared to my father. Save it for the talk room, son. Say what you mean. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. Could you even tell that we weren't a that we were apart last week? I don't think you could. I don't think so either. I think I did a pretty good job. But I'm here to start this and answer everybody the burning question on everybody's mind. Oof. What is that? I'm wearing underwear today. Oh. <laughs> that's that's good, man. That's a that's a solid uh I did it solid for you, choice. Jake. I, did I it appreciate for you. it. I appreciate it. It's funny. I had told myself to to uh come in ready for a a, a boxerless joke, but then yeah. I completely forgot about it. Nope. I came ready, dude. Uh box Do you wear regular boxers? No. What do no, you wear? No, no, no. Tell me about your undies. Uh I wear like um briefs, whitey tighties? No. Thongs? Uh right up the crack. <laughs> um no i'm the guy that always has the basketball shorts underneath my uh, underneath my pants just in case you know a a pickup game breaks out you're lying no i i wear um but you know there's always one guy so there's always a guy in high school like that that always had yeah that's obnoxious i don't know about that's so uncomfy or like i know a guy who wears like a uh like a a white tank, like a wife beater under everything, no matter what. Oh, I knew a guy like that, too. I worked, used to work with him. I don't understand that, and I never will. No, me I'm neither. not a fan. So so what did you rock me? Well, I don't know how to... It's a, um, almost like... Kind of like compression short material. Yeah, me too. But they're I always buy the long leg, the nine inch seams that go to like yeah, that go closer to your knee. Hell yeah, dude. Can't get any pinch that way. That's the way to go. Uh, who was it? Somebody asked me recently, who was that? I can't remember. I think it might have been Cheyenne in Hawaii. He was like, dude, are you like chafing from all this walking? I'm like, no. It's because I have these boys. Why does it sound weird? Does it sound weird to you? Sounds a little echoey. It does, doesn't it? Hmm. I don't like it. How's that? That's better. That is better. Yeah. I fixed it. All right. <laughs> nice. Anyways, back to the underwears. Um, Yeah, we rock the same style, dude. I like it. Uh, I... I've um Adidas Adidas's long leg boxers are really comfortable. Just wherever I can find them, not cotton though. I'm not doing any of that. No cotton. No 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 no. no. F and A cotton. That's F how. A. Well, that's how you get swamp crotch. I think I get it anyways, but I try to mitigate it with the breathable undies. I mean, this time of year, everybody's everybody's dealing with some swamp ass, but it's, I it is what it is. Have never sweat so much in my life as I did in Hawaii. It's uh, it's hot. It's humid. It's very humid. Sorry, everyone's always talking about humidity, and I'm like, okay, it ain't that bad. Whoa, it wasn't bad. It was just gnarly. Mm-hmm. Never experienced that before. Really, it's like sixty percent humidity or something like that, and just instant slime, dude. Yeah, I, I when I went, it was early September, mm. um, and 
it wasn't bad the first day we were there, but then it rained the next day, yeah. and then all of that moisture was in the air, and it was humid the rest of the it time. It rained a few times while we were there. Did We'd it? be in the pool, and it'd be sprinkling, and then it'd stop, and it'd be hot. And mm-hmm. Not that it wasn't hot when it was sprinkling. It was kind of neat. It reminded me of this time when I was in Mexico at my grandma's house, and it just started dumping rain, but it was hot rain, mm-hmm. and because they have like no... like sewer system that works the whole street just, everything just, just flooded, flooded. Oh my God. just turds like coming a, down a river of like rainwater through the middle of the sea, street i didn't see any turds but oh so it was, oh like the gutters yeah yeah so yeah. in portland yeah it would wash <laughs> all the human turds dude in port well portland sewer like overflows into the willamette every time it rains really oh i got an ear infection <laughs> the last time i went wakeboarding in the Willamette. Yeah, dude, stay out of that. Yeah. That's toxic sludge. If you go up above Oregon City, it's okay. Like uh, Shampooey Park, mm-hmm. it's all right. But yeah, anywhere below it, oof. I'm surprised Freaking I don't have Portland. like a third eye or something. And we talked about this. I'm glad that you're shitting on Portland right now because I was thinking about it, and I think I dislike Seattle more. Oh, I am 100% on board with this. You are? Yes. Okay, okay. I spent the weekend there after Hawaii, came home Thursday, left on Friday to Seattle for the weekend for a bachelor party. Just whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, maybe we went up there for Blink two, two three weeks ago. That was kind of cool just because we were all there and we were going to see Blink, right? But mm-hmm. the city and the vibe, not for it. Everyone's Everything's all digital. We don't take cash here. Oh, you don't take money, you mean? Okay. <laughs> Just, what you what you don't like money, dude? And we went to one place and it was like, uh, just order everything on the app, pay for everything on the app, seat yourself, just all like on your own, and then someone would just run you your food. Gratuity was included in the oh, charge. Oh, of course. Oh, it was included. Yes, they didn't even give you an option. No. Oh, they no. do that because they know no one's dropping. They give it. you an option to add more. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> but it's a, I'm guessing minimum twenty percent. I don't remember, but it was a lot. Oh god, just for you to do every all of the work yourself, except for literally the cooking part. Yeah, we were like, man, we want some water. Oh, there's a water station over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you they, serious? Oh yeah. Dude, fuck that. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's, that's how pro- it is. Well, that's probably the only way uh, shops like that can afford can afford to stay open. Yeah, I, I think, I think uh, it's probably pretty hard to find people to work, and you got to pay them a shit ton of money to work in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Clay, Clay lived there, you know, and he was talking to me about the pandemic, and we were driving through the the neighborhood in which he used to live in, and it was just busy, and cars everywhere, and he was like, dude. Imagine this area just dead. No one on the streets except for me and his friend were riding their scooters through the town, but not a person in sight. It's like that's a big city to be mm-hmm. vacant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. It smells weird. Not that Portland doesn't. Yeah, Portland. But you know what? I had a a different view of Portland this morning or the other morning, Tuesday morning. When I went to work, mm. it's like, it's not that it's not that bad. And when I say that bad, I mean, Seattle, bad. It's not, <laughs> dude, Seattle bad is bad. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. We went to some comic book shops and it, I didn't like it either. There's so many goth shops up on Capitol Hill. There's just, yeah, the whole you're, you, you're right when you say it's vibes. Yeah. There's just 
a vibe that I cannot. Mm-mm. I don't know. Pe- culturally, Seattle and Portland are vastly different. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I don't, I don't think people on the East Coast really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I, because I think Seattle, Portland, and San Francisco all get lumped in together, mm-hmm. like oh, we're all kind of the same liberal. Yeah, it's very different. I think so. I just it's I'm, very different. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And honestly, every time I've gone up there and every time I've interacted with someone in a bar, I didn't this time. I kind of just kept to my crew. But um, it very like kind of got poo pooed anytime I mentioned uh, I was from Portland. Hmm. Yeah, really? like you're you're like our little brother. Well, right? that's how they see it, dude. Who cares? Hey, who saw sucks? Who saw an NBA franchise? Hey! Fuckers. So how, not for long though. How was Montana? Uh, the Montana. Um, it was good. It Beautiful. Was, oh yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 different over there. How far sent? How far into the state did you get? Not far. Oh, okay. I mean, I've driven all the way sure, through sure. Montana multiple times. Yeah. But uh, where we were staying was literally right across Idaho border. Oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe only twenty minutes, half hour into into, into Montana. Um, Is there an Idaho, Montana? Like, can you feel the difference from being in Idaho and Montana? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I spent enough time there to really notice. <laughs> but uh, where we were at, it was a town called Saint Regis, mm-hmm. which is right on Highway 90, which is the main highway that you know goes across East West Montana, yeah. East West, and. Uh, it's um, saw a lot of tourists that were stopping right there because there was a there was a big um, yarn ball. Uh, no, it oh. was just like this big uh, <laughs> um, kind of touristy sh- pit stop okay. that was right there, and um, it was always busy. What super is super busy pit stop? Uh, it was in St. Regis. But what is the pit stop? What is the what's the touristy? What's the to see? Well, they say it's the best Huckleberry lemon Huckleberry milkshake you'll ever have. Did well, you have one? Uh, I tried one. And how did you feel? It was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean everything was huckle like everything was super Huckleberry themed because mm-hmm. apparently that's a big thing there. Mm. Um, they have a bunch of wild Huckleberries grow in the area. Yeah, yeah. So like I had Huckleberry ice cream cookie sandwich. Okay, which was sounds re- good. Really good. Yeah. Um. But, you know, overall, like, it was nice to be off work. It was really cool to be, like, off for yeah. what have been five, nine days, yeah. like, well, including the weekend. Right. So it was cool to just be away. The difficult thing is, like, taking a one-year-old on vacation isn't really a vacation most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, because he's not walking yet, oh, he's yeah. still 100%, like, dependent on you to do everything. To so it's in. like, you spend, you wake up. You know, you do your routine with him, and then he takes his nap, and then he wakes up from his nap. And you just basically do everything that you do at home. Somewhere else. But you're just doing it in a cabin in Montana. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we did get out a few times, and... Um, and it, it was it was great to be there with the family. It was great to be... it was, it was No complaints. It's just... Uh, um, yeah, it was just kind of what it was. It's just what it, it's just, aren't what they it, used to be. It's just what it was, right? It's not so as relaxing. It was. It was nice to have Wells there. I mean, he won't. It sucks that he won't remember. Yeah, remember it. Yeah, but um, you can go back. Yeah, I'm sure you'll go back. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll go back. It was great. It was cool. The the the, the cabins were right on the north, uh, the Clark Fork, uh, which is a, a pretty large kind of river that goes through that part of Montana. Mm-hmm. There's a St. Regis. We did, Kylie and I did go hiking um, up in an upper lake. It was super funny. So 
um, I convinced my dad to go along with us. I was like, hey, dad, come like, come with us, not on the hike part. Oh, so, okay. Uh, Just wait in the car for us. Keep, <laughs> keep the car warm. No, so like he brought all of his fishing stuff. Oh, okay. And I had read that this lake was, um, and it's way the fuck up there, mm-hmm. like, way, way, way up there. Um, and the road is like super, pretty sketchy to get up there. Like you're, you're, it's a one, it's just like one car road yeah. going up the side of this, of multiple, like hell no, what looked like thousand foot drops. Yeah. And, uh, my dad's like afraid of heights and my dad's mm-hmm. has like this thing. He says like tinnitus in his ear. So anytime he looks down, he gets super like discombobulated oh and everything. Oh my God. So it was, that was a rough drive was for he him. driving? No, I was. Oh, okay. And, uh. <laughs> Um, so we, I was like, well, I'm like, so I was reading about the trial and everything. I was like, all right, well, so you park right at one lake and then you hike up, you know, two miles to another lake. Mm -hmm. And Kylie was like, and I saw Kylie was going to come. My mom watched well. My mom and my sister were watching wells and I convinced my dad to come like, you fish at the, you fish at the bottom lake. Kylie and I will hike up to the upper lake. And he's like, all right, yeah, cool. I'll come. So we get there and. We get all the way to the top, and there's uh, two groups of campers. There's like two cars, and there's like um, a, a guy and a kid, and then like a couple and a young kid mm-hmm. that were camping separately. But then right there at the start of the trailhead, and right at the at the lake. So we leave my dad. We go up. Kyle and I are. We do our hikes and everything. Mm-hmm. We come back down about two, a little over two hours later. And we're walking down, and I was like, yeah, I kind of feel bad leaving my dad. Like, you know, we just kind of like, just, all right, I'll see you. Like, have fun fishing. Yeah. We're like, I'm like, he's either fishing. We, we're either going to come down, and he's fishing. Or we're going to come down, and he's basically made himself at home. Yes. With the with with one of the campers around their campfire, because both of them had campfires going. We're yeah. going to be sitting there. He's going to be sitting at the campfire, talking the ear off of whoever. Not only did we come around the corner of the bend, and I hear people laughing, and of course, my dad is around the campfire, has made best friends <laughs> with this dude uh, and this guy. They were talking concrete, my dad's. Oh, gosh. And, yeah. Because uh, this guy's trying to redo his... Um, my dad was trying to redo... Uh, this guy was trying to redo his patio and was mm-hmm. asking my dad about different concrete techniques or what he should do. And this guy, like... This dude was... just dude loved my dad. Mm-hmm. He walked us to our car afterwards, gave the, the hood tap on the way out, <laughs> like was shaking... Like shook mine and Kylie's hands. And yeah. was like, so... Your dad's so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that man can literally make friends anywhere. What? Did he fish at all? He did. He fished a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. I was going to say he's like... I'm not fishing. I'm just hanging. <laughs> That's cool, though. I mean, I I can be that person sometimes, but he's the neighbor guy. Mm-hmm. My mom was telling me, uh, you should you should uh, if you move, you should really get to know your neighbors. And I'm I literally responded, "Fuck my neighbors." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "You're so funny." I said, "I'm a millennial. I'll give them one shot." If I, like, give them a wave and they, like, don't respond appropriately, then I'm going to, like, burn their house down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not a fan. I want to talk about something that I've noticed um, just – so I went to Hawaii. And, like, anybody who was not originally from Hawaii that I interacted with, mm-hmm. um, you know, they'll tell you where they're from. I think it's interesting to hear about how all these people who moved to Hawaii from other places – we're amazing. Great customer service, like super kind, um, super welcoming, you know, great. Awesome. 
But anyone that was local, <sighs> sassy dude. Like native Hawaiian. I don't. I, or, or just, just people. Someone born and born raised, and raised yeah. Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just crummy. Just sassy. Just rude, dude. Rude. But that's not what I'm getting at. Okay. What I wanted to get at was that. And maybe it's because the internet. But. You know, people people for the longest time have always ran up and jumped on stage uh, at concerts, right? Mm-hmm. It's always been a thing. What are your thoughts on that? You're an artist. You're up there performing and someone jumps up on stage. I think. Are you talking about when uh, Blink's uh, security f that one dude up? I mean, there's that one. I saw that one, mm-hmm. but it, there's another one that I saw. So Brian Adams is playing the beginning of summer of '69. <laughs> <laughs> who jumps on, in 2023? Who's jumping on a Brian Adams stage? Jumps on the stage is, and is her name like Trudy? And she's like. <laughs> Not necessarily Trudy. I'm gotta, I got to come up with a different name. It does. Trudy's perfect. Uh, but he's like, Dan, did, 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 you know, it's just doing the guitar by himself. And he's going to build it up to, like, the crowd sings, mm-hmm. What's the summer of 69? Like, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I got my first real six so string. He's singing all that, mm-hmm. right? And then he's like, he stops because a guy jumps on stage. Body at the five time. The guy grabbed his yes. microphone. And he just kind of, like, steps back. Dude, it's not about you, bro. And doesn't even play. And then Brian steps up and he was like, it was the summer of, and then the crowd sings 69, and then they go into the song. Completely ruined the momentum of the song. Now, jumping on stage has been a thing forever, but I'm particularly attuned to it now, maybe I think because of COVID Mm. and going through COVID and noticing like, that's just shitty. That's obnoxious. But have you also seen people are throwing fucking cell phones at artists to try to get selfies? <laughs> no, that like started that started with a uh, that started with a rapper. Like uh, I forget who it was. But I think it was maybe Travis Scott. Uh-huh. They uh, someone tossed their phone to Travis Scott mm-hmm. and Travis Scott took a selfie with it and then tossed it back. Yeah. To the um, to the person. OK. And then now everybody like and then he had to tell everybody to stop doing it because then everybody else wanted him to do it oh my so god i don't know if that's what i doubt influences okay. so uh they're you, just now they're just hu- so they're just hugging cell so phones. you know have you heard that bb rex's song that is the blue man song eiffel tower blue i'm blue yeah and he did it with david getta I don't know. David Guetta is the like uh, the the DJ. Oh, okay. That. But she's like, um, yeah, that's that's a bad yeah. fucking night in my life. I hate that song. It's so trash. But she says like, I'm good and I'm feeling all mm-hmm. right. So this guy thought like it would be funny that if she's doing so good and feeling all right, how would she be feeling during that song when she's good and feeling all right? If I threw my cell phone as hard as I could at her face. That was his. That was his thought process. That was his logic when he was asked about it later. He rocked her in the face. She had a fat black eye, ended the show, and he was like, I guess prior to the show, he's like, I'm going to throw my phone at her when she's seeing if she's good, if she's all right, and just decked her in the face, gave her a fat How black eye. How old was this person? He was like late 20s, 30. 
What the and fuck? And it happened again to another artist. It was a male artist. I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. But it was a th- not like a here, take a sel- selfie with my, like a toss. It was like, I'm going to peg you with my phone. Did They clearly aren't going to get away with that because clearly, I mean, you can just grab the phone and see whose phone yeah. it is. Yeah. Or the whole crowd will go, this fucking guy. What? I, what do you, I just don't get it. I don't understand. So that that is the part. I, I get the, the the running on the field, the running on the whatever gives you notoriety. Yes. But what does this get you? I don't know. You're literally, literally assaulting s- people. Everybody had to go home because BB Rexa got a black eye. I, I mean, I don't know. If, I think she finished this show. I don't. I don't think so though. They, she posted a picture of her eye, and her eye was jacked up. Her whole it was all like bruised and swollen, and she's like, "I'm I'm okay. Don't worry. Like it's all right." But no. So that is the, like the 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 larger picture is this concert etiquette. We've talked about crowd etiquette, mm-hmm. right? And concert etiquette. This I think goes beyond crowd etiquette, which also transitions to the next uh, uh, topic, which is vacation etiquette. Oh. So I saw another story about a group of like 17 people were all ticketed for harassing a pod of dolphins. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is, I feel like this happens way more than it should. And probably way more than we know. A guy etched his name into the wall of the Colosseum in Rome. Yeah. Saw that. I saw that one. Yeah. So I saw an article. I can't remember what it's one of the sites that we follow, but it was saying that it, it's a re, it could be a result of like just being pent up because of COVID. And like, oh, there was another guy who on a like a, a like a a temple that was like a worshiping site for I can't remember what country, but he like was naked from the waist down and took a picture had a picture of him taken on top of the mountain. For what? Like, is it just all for clout? Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't think these people are thinking. I think we have morphed into. I think our second selves, which is like the the phenomena mm. that is called like your like your persona online. Yeah, like how you exist online is called your second self. I feel like our second selves are just becoming our personality at this point, right? Because second selves have a level of anonymity. You can go out mm. and you can troll. You can say dumb shit online a lot of times without getting, having actual repercussions. Yeah. I feel like because some so many people have gotten away with dumb shit online forever, they, can just, they feel like they can just go do it in real life with mm. no real consequences because there's no way you can actually think about going and etching your name into the Coliseum and thinking you're going to get away with it. Or, or taking it's a, okay. Yeah, and taking a phone and chucking it as hard as you could at a performing artist and hurting them. Yeah. Like, because there's there can't be any sort of... There's no benefit that's going to come out of that action other than... Clout. what If you think it's some sort of clout, I yeah. guess. But I, 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 don't I, I just think in that moment, that person's not even thinking... And what are and like if that guy was talking about that yeah. beforehand before he threw that phone at BB Rexa, yeah. nobody thought to be like, dude, that's a dumb idea. Like nobody else said it. It was like, hey man, like that's a dumb idea. I have a question. So you bring up an interesting point. So you're talking about them not thinking, right? Mm-hmm. They weren't thinking in that moment. Are there moments that you find yourself not thinking? Because what does that look like? What does that look like to be? What does that mean to be not? I, th- I think when you're like in the when you're in the moment. I think 
there's something to be said about pent up energy from COVID. Okay. This is the first time a lot of people are really getting out. Yeah. Um, Especially imagine like being those like in those formative years of like 16, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, now you're an adult. Go. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> like there's yeah. no regulation mm-hmm. in your brain to like make wise decisions. But there's a lot of adults who are doing dumb shit. Now. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does it mean to not think? Or maybe it's just dumb shit has always happened. We're just here about it now more because of social media. Yeah. I thought about that too. And so it's hard to know if it's really more prevalent or if we just hear about it more. But either way, humans are dumb as fuck. Yeah. It's so trashy and just dog shit. I don't know. I don't know. Did you see any when you were in, were when you were in Hawaii? Did you see any bad vacation etiquette? I, I will say this: when I when I first got there, you know, we went to the stores to get some groceries because we were staying in a condo and we were going to cook at home. And I went to Costco. I was like, "Damn, this Costco is busy." But then I was like, "All right, we need some other like little things, not like Costco size uh, condiments. Like, let's go to mm-hmm. the Walmart and grab some stuff." I thought, you know, I could live here. This could be cool. Like, even with the insane prices, like, I was like, it could be cool to live here. Like, you just, you adapt, right? Mm -hmm. I walked into that Walmart, and it completely changed my mind. Really? It was a disaster. It was a disaster. And I'm not saying that I'm going to go to Walmart every day, but you couldn't walk. You couldn't walk in that store. It was so busy? It was so busy. Yeah, I feel like if you want to know why the locals hate <laughs> tourists, yeah, I give you that. Yeah, I, I I remember when we went to a luau and we were in Hawaii. The the tour guy that was on our bus that was taking us to the luau site. Yeah, when we passed a water park, he made it known why he was turning his back to it. He said, "I will never look at that water park." Because who on earth builds a water park next to the most beautiful ocean on in the world? Yeah, and that always kind of stuck with yeah. me. I think there's a real resentment. A resentment of the people who are like seeing this, like one, the degradation of their environment, mm-hmm. the overpopulation of their islands, and just a erosion of their culture because yeah. of like building of Walmarts and then all of it getting packed. And you're as a local, you can barely afford to live there because of the amount of money that's coming in on tourism. Yeah. And then um and then it's just you're just everything's busy. Yeah. You just can't function Traffic as a local was there. Bad. But everyone drives slow as shit, dude. It's like everyone's like, yeah, that's Hawaiian time. I'm like, I am not a fan. <laughs> I am not a fan of Hawaiian time. I'm trying to ch- I am trying to chill, but when I got somewhere to be, I got somewhere to be. Let's go. Yeah. I I didn't see anything bad on my end really per se. I just there was it's just weird being in other cities. We stopped in Spokane. Mm. Not a single public restroom in Spokane. Yeah, that's weird. I had no idea the homeless population was so bad in Spokane. Is it visible? Not as much as it is in Portland. Oh. But obviously, it's, Spokane's not as big as Portland. But that's what they say? Mm-hmm. They're, oh. like, they're just like, we can't open it up to the public. There's too much drugs. Like We went to the Fred Meyer, and they're like, no, we can't open. We don't have it open. Somebody, like, somebody's, you know, somebody was, we were having people smoke in there all of the time. And it's, so they just closed it. And we're like, well, can we pay? And they're like, no, just closed. I heard it called Spoke Compton. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. It looks worse <laughs> than Tacoma. 
I mean, people shit on Tacoma. Tacoma doesn't look that bad to me. I don't know what people are I talking feel like, about. Well, I, my the, guess the is... The constant traffic in Tacoma is obnoxious. My, but. my guess is that Tacoma gets really bad the further you get away from I-5. I think... Like, oh, inward or yeah, east, eastward? Eastward or yeah. westward. Probably Tacoma gets a lot worse. Yeah. But they keep that main strip right through town yeah. on I-5 with the Emerald Queen and all of that. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of lipstick on the pig in those towns. Right. Oh, yeah. But I can't think of any, like, particular, like, touristy, like, uh, uh, etiquette violations in Hawaii. Yeah. It's pretty good. But also, I like, you know, I'm not really, uh, and almost, this almost kind of goes to what you were saying as far as, like, that guy turning his back to the water park is, like, I didn't want to do anything like that. We went to the aquarium, right? But Mm -hmm. that's because, you know, they're... They're investing in the wildlife there, the sure. natural wildlife. Yeah. I value that. I appreciate that. It was very expensive to go there. <laughs> but I want to go back there because the whales come in the winter mm. with their young and kind of get them used to like being in the ocean, which I think is rad. Um, but, yeah, there wasn't really anything other than just... Yeah. Oh, plane etiquette? What about plane <laughs> etiquette? <laughs> so I haven't been on a plane since COVID, since like masks... Okay. Ma- like, Masks are not a thing anymore. So it was 20... So what year did I get married? 2021? Mm-hmm. That's the last time I was on a plane. It was uh, to summer, of, summer of 2021 yeah. to DC. Okay. Um, how much is it... Ch- so everything was... Masks were completely... like. Not only were they uh, required, highly enforced. Mm-hmm. Even like... I remember walking onto a plane... And my coming back and my, I didn't realize I wasn't trying to be an a-hole, Yeah. but my mask had got down to not below like my nostrils, but it was nose. right on the tip of my nose. Cause I was carrying my backpack. I didn't notice I was walking down the aisle and the, the stewardess stopped me and not politely was like, you need to pull your mask up right now. And I was like, I guess, I guess I get, you have to be like that. Cause yeah. there was a lot of jackasses. Douches. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was the, that was the last time I was on the plane mm-hmm. and I had did not notice anything major, but I think I just got lucky. But what about like the, the standard stuff like uh, reclining, um, window open, window down, things like that. Yeah. So I had good people. So, I mean, I've, I've had it, I've been on planes with poor etiquette, but okay. the last time I was on a plane, everybody was really doing a good job of minding their P's and Q's. Yeah. I feel like that is also the case. Um, but with Calvin, he was his first plane ride. He's it's six hour flight, and there was Is no it really six hours to Hawaii. I think so, five five hours. That's crazy. Yeah, it, there was no one around us in the first flight there, and we flew Alaska. And it was actually more spacious, which was kind of nice. But on the way back, we flew Hawaiian, which was way better service. Oh, Hawaiian Airlines, that's where we flew to Hawaii. Yeah, very good service. Very good, very nice. Not only did they give me free booze. But they gave me free food. Really? And that's a way to my heart. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Alaska is good. Their plans are kind of older, but. Yeah, they're, Alaska they're, was nice. I've yeah. only usually, I always prefer Alaska. So we mm-hmm. did that. But then Hawaiian back. If I ever go to Hawaii, I'm going back Hawaiian. Um, but this woman was sitting in front of Calvin, dude. And he was just like, he got pneumonia. So he was not feeling good. We didn't know he had a pneumonia until we got back. That's tough. So that plane ride was rough for him, and he was just kicking her the back of her seat the whole time. And then she had the like, this is a genius move on her end, I guess, to to recline. Mm. You're gonna get way more feet in your back if you do that. 
But I mean, I don't know. I was just thinking. So what mostly specifically what I'm talking about planes, which I think is so funny, is everybody standing up to get off the plane as soon as it lands. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not that guy. I'm not that person either. Even with a baby who does not feel good, who's crying, I'm just sitting there. And I, I sit in the back. I sit mm-hmm. in the back. And I sat in the back on both planes. Was but, was Hawaii, um, was Hawaiian Airlines, was it um, assigned seating or was it open seating like Southwest? Assigned, oh, assigned. Yeah, yeah, both were assigned. Um, but because no one was in the back on the way out there, we kind of just took up the whole back of the plane. It was nice. It mm-hmm. worked out. Um, we moved seats. We had... Uh, Calvin and we moved him from the seat he was in because he was kicking the people in front of him moved him back Cheyenne sat in his seat so he was kind of kicking her but he fell asleep and it just worked out it was awesome nice but I'm not that guy to get off the like stand up I'll chill I'm patient I got nowhere to be dude and you end up usually end up in the same place as all the people who stand absolutely like why 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 you always get the one guy sprinting from the back like he he didn't put anything above that uh, has his one bag, and then as soon as it's like seatbelts off, poof, I, I, I swear, seen that. I swear, every flight I've ever been on, you get the dude just sprinting from the back I don't of the get plane. That. I had a whole family back in the back of the plane with us, grab their bags and sprint through the through the plane until they were met by a guy who stood up and did not let anyone pass him until it was unloaded to his seat. F that guy. <laughs> like, I get it. What Everybody's standing and having a, be a free-for-all is yeah. annoying as shit. Yes. But you are not an employee of the... F- he you are, is the regulator. You are not... You do not get regulatory powers, you <laughs> fucking control freak. Dude, I, where did I nah, see that guy? F, F that guy. I saw him later. That's a big island. It's not a big island, but it's mm-hmm. a big island. Yeah. I saw him later, and he was staying over in the same area as us. And I, saw, I was like, that's that dude from the plane. That's crazy, because like, how often do you do we live in the same town that we went to high school in? And you, you, yeah. Like, I will never see anybody I graduated high school with. You don't you, think so? Oh, I never see him. Oh, that's I never wild. see anybody. I think about that like anytime I'm in Portland, and I never really see anybody in that part of Portland. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that guy just, he was the regulator, man. Don't pass it's me. Just screw that guy. You I, shall not pass. Dude, it's, that's not on. That is not your job. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah, there's something there though. About I am that guy. not moving because reasons. Well, the reasons are he doesn't want to get. Oh, how about this? <laughs> We're then getting... sit your ass down. Yeah, if uh, if you're gonna wait anyways, just sit down. Yeah. If someone sneaks by you, you're still sitting. Mm-hmm. You're still not moving. Um. When we were sitting, so we took the uh, the transport. We parked our car in short in long term parking, and we had to take a little bus from uh, the 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 gates to our car when we got home. And we we lined up, and there's this old couple in front of us, and then another couple behind them, and then uh, our family. And then someone like comes by and walks past all of us to the other side of us, thinking that they know where they're going. And then the bus pulls up, and they snaked all of us to get on the bus. Wow, that's dirty. Yeah. That's dirty, bro. Yeah. Not only is there an old couple, but now you have a family with, like, a baby, and you're just going to snake us like that? We got on. But I was just like, what? That's shitty, dude. Audibly said, what a piece of shit. 
Like, I don't care at this point. I'm going to say shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so fucked up. They just snaked us like that. And then the old lady looks at me, and I was like, you can go. You can go for sure. She's like, no, no, you have a baby. I was like, you were here first. Go ahead. Like, I'm not going to be that fucking guy. People suck, dude. People really do suck. And the more you are around them, the more, you know, maybe it's just Americans, dude. <laughs> I don't th- I, I think there is something to that. Yeah. I've heard Europeans talk about how rude Americans can be abroad. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is. I have no idea. Um, I haven't been abroad, so I can't say for sure. Like, I haven't witnessed anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, speaking of, like, dumb people, you know, like, we talked a couple weeks ago about the idiot who was trying to save the buffalo calf and the bison calf oh, in yeah, Yellow- yeah, yeah. Yellowstone. They had to euthanize it because he wouldn't leave it alone. Yeah. So we talked about how that would be the like because you and i both work in government Mm -hmm. and there's government jobs that neither like right there would probably like we said like that would probably be like the worst government job to have or at least one of them is trying to be the park ranger of yosemite having to deal with a bunch of idiots like trying to take selfies with buffalo would i read at yosemite which Mm -hmm. is in california okay that at least 15 people die a year at yosemite from the waterfalls what do you mean from the waterfalls? Like they, they drink too much? No. They're so chasing them. They're too fast. Yost- have you ever seen pictures of Yosemite? Uh, they have like 600 foot waterfalls that come off the granite cliffs. Okay. There's like three or four of them in Yosemite Park. Right. People will go up there because you can hike up to the top of these granite cliffs and they will they will decide that they can swim in the water ahead above the falls and then they get swept in the current and then no. go over the top of it. And this happens 12 to 15 times a year. So my my question is, what is worse, having to be a park ranger, having to scrape idiots like who <laughs> went off a 600-foot waterfall or idiots who got who were trying to take pictures with bison? I don't know which one was worse. I don't know which park ranger is worse. I think that, oh, that is tough. I think that I would work in, I'd prefer the park where they're, drowning in the waterfalls well dude they're not drowning in the waterfalls well splatting and then <laughs> drowning and then splatting uh yeah I, I did you see images uh i have not seen any images oh okay but um yeah i don't know man like i just don't know who's more dumb the people who go over over 600 foot waterfall when clearly it's like dude don't go in the water above the waterfall or the person who was like how far did they go above i'm gonna it? go pet a bison I mean, they're both the same kind of I stupid. I feel like the less it's less stupid to swim in the water. Because you, I just feel like there's got to be signs that are like don't go in the water <laughs> above the waterfall. Are there signs that say don't feed the buffalo? <laughs> there are. I guarantee there are. <laughs> just I from working in construction, yeah. a little bit. I swear you can put a sign up. And people will literally take that to mean I can. That means everybody but me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like they wouldn't have had the idea if they hadn't actually read the sign. My, po- oh, my like point is, is like, don't walk on sidewalk, wet concrete. Yeah. Somebody will always walk on wet sidewalk. Is it taped off? Yes. They will walk through it and walk right, right through the tape. Right <sighs> through the wet concrete. I love anarchy and I love chaos, but I also. I also value following the rules and just being kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I, th- when you were talking about the Europe thing and like 
abroad and like Europeans saying that Americans are rude. Anytime I'm in almost anywhere, I try to be like overtly kind, like over the top, just like super nice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but I don't know. I I assume that maybe internally I'm feeling like, oh, they might be passing a judgment on me because maybe they don't know I'm from here. And then so I want to be kind and represent. I don't know. Me? Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I, I've gotten to the point in my life. Kylie and I were talking about this. There's like two, you know, everybody has red flags. I was watching this uh, stand up, uh, uh, stand up bit from this guy named Matt Rife, who's kind of this. Yeah, every, boy. everybody loves Matt Rife. He's not Matt even Rife's so hot right now. He's not even funny. He's so hot right now. <laughs> he's not even funny, but his crowd work is pretty witty. He is good with his, his crowd, crowd work, work is, is good, good, but his stand ups actually suck. But he was talking about red flags, and mm-hmm. it got me thinking about why do I put up like red flags can also be attributed to f- like friends in your adult life. Okay. And I was thinking like, what are like two things that just like, not even necessarily friends, but like one is how you treat your pets. Okay. Like there was a mutual friend of ours and Kylie was telling Kylie went to their uh, birth, the birthday party for their kid. Who's about the same age as, um, it was about the same age as Wells. Right. And they were telling, Kylie was telling me that their dog, they have like a, they have a, a black lab. This was just like last week. Okay. They have this black lab that was being a little obnoxious at this, at this uh, birthday party. Okay. And instead of like putting him in a room, like away from everybody, they put him in his crate, mm-hmm. which is a way too small of crate outside in the sun in a hundred degree weather and just left him there. Like, that's pretty bad. I don't understand people who treat dogs like that. I don't get it. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I want nothing to do with those people. Oh, shit. It, because <laughs> if that's if that's how you treat your pet, yeah. that says a lot. I feel like that's a, how you treat an animal that is a completely dependent mm-hmm, on you mm-hmm. or says a lot about you as a person and your mentality and how you see the world. Yeah. I just don't have any time for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad that Logan's been in that crate for so long. Like, I've been taking him out and just loving on him. I feel so bad. And you can tell Uh he's ready to go. He wants to run and play. And I couldn't, like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, crating a dog or not crating a dog, right? It can be healthy. It can be, if it's viewed as a safe space for them, it can Uh be healthy. It can be a good thing for them. Um but out in the dude, move it to to the shade at least. They just what leave. is the point? Do they think that the dog wants to be outside and cooking? I just don't think they think, and that just that tells me a lot about <laughs> I how you. Think. I just think that tells you a that's lot a about flag. them as a person. It's just flag. like if if that is you, mm-hmm. that's your mentality. We're not going to gel. I want nothing to do. Yeah, you you kind of. I when I see it when if I were to see that or or I think that's a good red flag I think mm-hmm. I would go like oh that's gross right but also this is super judgmental but like um I don't know like maybe like like physical like spanking of a child or like mm. or like grabbing their arm yeah. really aggressive not that I have any friends that do that but mm-hmm. when I see that shit in public I'm like jeez I'll say out loud like Jesus Christ like I I watched a guy like a kid I was in line behind this family at Disneyland and uh this kid was just like but dad blah 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 but dad blah blah just blah, blah being blah. a kid being an obnoxious kid in Disneyland you take a kid to Disneyland that's what it's going to be like and he just fucking 
backhanded him in the mouth. Whap! And then looked up and saw me see it. And I just went, nice, dude. Nice. And he was so embarrassed, dude. <laughs> dude, if that's what you... That's my point. Is that if that's what you do to your kids yeah. or to your pets yeah. when people are watching... Or yeah. in public, what are you doing behind closed doors mm. when you don't think people are looking? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? No thanks. Yeah. And the other thing is, is how you treat weights, like wait staff or oh, staff. Oh, definitely. Is has a That's lot a great... to do with that. Like, if, like if you go to if you go to dinner with somebody, yeah. you can see a lot about them. I feel yeah. like you can really tell a lot about someone. Mm-hmm. The facade really drops off that they. Because anytime you meet somebody, right, right, you're trying to put your best self forward right. in your social situation. Mm-hmm. You sit down to eat, and you're there's somebody who's now serving that person. Mm-hmm. I feel like you see a lot of the facade of what they're trying to present themselves mm-hmm. fall away. Like it in, can in that, in that situation. It can, yeah, it's very easy for the facade to really fall away in those situations. Uh-huh. So that is really, I think, really puts a uh shines a pretty big light on on them as a yeah. person you know what everybody's their own it's just not going to be someone i gel with even like uh i was thinking about this like at the condo like when we're cleaning up like we cleaned it up spotless because mm-hmm. i i don't want to leave it crappy for someone else to have to clean yeah or at the table i stack all my dishes and mm-hmm. everything and clean up the table as much as i can so it's less work for whoever might come by and bust the table yeah it's i feel i feel like it, to me that's basic yeah like that's just basic general kindness sure so i mean that's why we're friends right well uh, is there anything oh fuck is there anything that you think that oh that you're not going to know anything but like anything that you do you're like fuck dude that's kind of shitty i do (laughs) i yeah i would have to have someone tell me yeah right i i I mean i I guess our wives did that for a few that one episode (laughs) (laughs) i i I don't know about out in public like my whole uh modus operandi is to essentially be as be seen and not heard <laughs> or not even be just, seen just to be as nondescript <laughs> as possible i just never want to be seen i never want to be you heard seen this man and it's your parents <laughs> you're like i've never seen that person in my life <laughs> oh so i uh, i would i mean i there may be something that is just that other people have been around me yeah um and they're like yeah, dude fuck that guy for that i would be shocked because I my circle Fuck that one guy for that one of my things uh-huh. like w- one of my things is to, I have a very small circle sure. and two I'm very very just sheltered <laughs> like I shelter myself okay and I try not to be seen or noticed <laughs> so like it would be have like someone would have to find that as a real annoyance in order to really say fuck that guy you know what i hate about jake you can never see or hear him (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing um i'm sure there's a ton about me um somebody told me today at work that when i call names or numbers over the intercom Mm -hmm. that my voice is soothing and it's almost like asmr was that uh, um? I get right there, come on. I right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I walked by when she was saying that. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> it threw me off, but I thought it was funny. So if and and all the things that are wrong with me, at least I have a nice voice that can be used for ASMR. While Jake is not heard, I make sure <laughs> I'm heard. It's funny because I have a podcast. I know it. 
it's weird. Am, am I... Do you ever think... Like, mm. I've always thought, and I think people have always assumed, because I am so quiet, mm-hmm. that I am, by nature, introverted. But I feel like... Mm. My therapist and I have been talking about this. Okay, I like this. That I actually am a secret extrovert who has just been kind of beaten by life into being an introvert. What? Do so you... it creates a lot of anxiety and tension in my mind mm-hmm. because I'm like, I want to be extroverted. I want to do these things, but then I'm too nervous a lot of times to actually do those things. Nervous? Yeah. I get a lot of anxiety about being noticed. Like, cause I think I feel like I have been the whack-a-mole for such a long mm-hmm. time in my mm-hmm. life. Like, Anytime I pop my head up, bam! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) there he is again. Let me try this hole. Bam! I heard him in a song. (laughs) So yeah, that was just something I was. No, that's super interesting because I, I mean, I don't. I think there's. I don't think there's any. Maybe, maybe there are people who are hundred percent one type or not the Mm -hmm. other. You know what I mean? Sure. You're right. Like it's probably ideal types. Everybody's more on the spectrum. Like I think. I think honestly, I 100 percent like Blink. You were. That's a social thing. That Blink concert, and we all went. And Jesse was there. You never hung out with Jesse in person, Mm -hmm. but you were hanging with Jesse. It was very social. I doubt you felt any anxiety. No. See, you guys are just hanging out. You're Mm -hmm. bros. But it's a social event. I think if I arranged all of us to go throw axes like we did on the bachelor party, I think you would enjoy that. It's a social thing. It depends on the situation. It depends on who you're with. Mm. But I think that in certain situations, you could definitely see you be more social. Mm. I mean, but you like to host at your house. That's I a very love, social I thing. I do love hosting. Um, you're a great host. You always prep like food and hors d'oeuvres uh, <laughs> for when you're hosting. So I do think that you very much do appreciate the social situations. But I think maybe sometimes we don't like social so social situations where it's an um, obligatory, right? Mm, yeah. Like, oh, God, I have to go to this. But I've tried to – I've been talking about this for years. Like, try to flip that and be like – Fuck it. Let's just go and see what happens. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be weird. This is gonna be real weird. I told you about something on my vacation that I was I knew was mm-hmm. gonna be tentious, contentious, and I was like, Oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> and it's like it's 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 awkward and it's uncomfortable. Oh, I get such bad secondhand embarrassment. Like I oh, if I, I know if it. I know it's gonna be secondhand embarrassing, I just I won't I can't be there. Yeah. Oh, when the two people are going at it, I go, God damn. Like, I just hype each other up. Like, holy shit, you said that? Like, right while they're in the middle Ooh, of it. Ooh, served return. Yeah. Ooh, nice backhand. <laughs> you're just you're calling it like comment, commenting yeah. it like it's Wimbledon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's very nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. Two love to uh, whomever, Trudy. Uh, <laughs> comment on. Oh, so this makes me think. Of someone who is definitely extroverted. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. One of my new favorite things to do online. Oh, here we go. Is to find Neil deGrasse Tyson shorts on like Instagram yeah. reels and go to the comment sections. I don't give a shit what Neil deGrasse Tyson okay. is saying because most of the time it's so self-serving or just really annoying because even, He's a know-it-all. even the stuff that sounds interesting, you're just yeah. like, dude, you're right. Like maybe 25% of the time yeah. you just say it really confidently. Wait. Is that true? I don't know. Like, I feel like he's like, there's half the stuff you can't really know. Like, he's saying all of the stuff about it's the universe. Well, yeah, but, but, he's, but he says it like physicist. a physicist. But he says it like a fact. 
Oh, okay. That's what annoys me. The you. way he provide he the way he talks about it he's is also, so Yeah. Okay. I mean he's a Harvard grad, but yeah. I one of my favorite things is to go into the comment what sections are these and read dude, they're so funny. One of and dude, because some people were like the my favorite one was Neil deGrasse Tyson is was the kid at sleepovers who would wake everybody else up to announce that he, he is going, going to, to sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah. Because there was always, a, there were, every one of us has been at a sleepover with yeah. a kid who told us. <laughs> I thought that was so good by whoever <laughs> that comment, now. whoever that commenter was. Yeah. Because he does mm. feel himself that important. For like, sure. He needs to announce his intentions to everybody. Have you, you didn't see him, but have you seen clips of him on Rogan? Yes. And he's interrupting Rogan the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. And Rogan has to be like, dude, let me finish. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there was one. He was going off about uh, time travel. Uh-huh. He was talking to somebody on CNN. I think it was uh, Jake Tapper. Mm-hmm. And he was talking and he was the whole short. And then it cuts to the end of the short. And it literally, like he was talking about Einstein's theory of relativity and uh, how we can now, we know with Einstein's theory, we know how to go into the future. We don't yet know how to go into I think the I past. I saw that. The, you know what the original question was? What? <laughs> Who are you voting for? Oh. <laughs> what time it was? Literally something that basic. And he went on the whole I, I could hear him do that. Ta- I could see him tangent. Do that. Dude, I, it's just so well, funny. Time is relative. <laughs> and then he dives in spirals. But some of, dude, the internet is perfect for things like that because the some of the comments they have are people just coming up with random shit like yeah. that. Like Neil dude. deGrasse Tyson is the kid that announces he's going to bed. That shit makes my day every single day. I would challenge you to do it more often because I have, there are several meme friends that I have. Mm-hmm. Where our only interaction on the internet is to send memes to each other. It's my wife, <clears throat> it's my friend Jeff, and uh, them boys do it. Mm. Matt, Mike, and CJ. And you can always tell, you know, M- Matt or, or Micah was shitting on me for my algorithm. But then I start seeing, like, through my scrolls, things that are coming that I'm like, that's too dark. I can't send that to Matt, Mike, and CJ. But I'll send it to Jeff. Mm. All of a sudden now, Mike is sending me th- those same things that I've skipped over sending him. He's sending to me, and I literally texted back and said, welcome to the algorithm. <laughs> because me sending him shit has mm-hmm. curated cur- curated his algorithm to kind of mirror mm. mine a little bit in some senses. But um, in these, in, in whether it's, a F- I always send my darkest stuff to Jeff. <laughs> you know, infantryman, like, he, he, he loves dark. It's it's like you're going to get triggered. You're going to get offended. It goes to Jeff. Uh, animal, silly stuff, Disney stuff always goes to my sister-in-law and Jen. And then me and Jen always kind of just send like funny things to each other and the boys. But Jen is a frequent comment reader to a level I never understood or, or got until I started. Anytime she's sending me stuff, I'll read through the comments Dude, I hate the internet internet, and I hate people, but they are geniuses. Mm-hmm. On that level of the Neil deGrasse Tyson comment of like, how did you think of that? I know. It was like so many genius comments that just like, it makes the video 10 times better. It truly When you does. watch it. Yeah. 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 
Uh, it's funny that uh, Jen is a comment reader. I read so many comments. Do now. you? Oh God, yeah. That's so. I I still haven't gotten too deep into it, but mm-hmm. I mean, this sounds like it sounds like that's where all the action is. Dude, it's, <laughs> especially Neil deGrasse Tyson, because they wrote he gets roasted so bad in those comments, and mm. but they it's they pick out such perfect things that you wouldn't notice, but as soon as someone points it out, it's like glass shattering, yes. and you're just like. Oh, shit. Yes. That's so funny. That's why the comments are so good. That's mm-hmm. a great, great point. They're pointing out things that you'd maybe glossed over. And then you're like, hold on, what? And you watch it again. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, genius. I yeah. love that. Uh, so I don't know if, how much if, if you've got anything else. No, left. I ain't got shit. So do you want to get in politics or more just kind of... Um, well, things, I, things I find stupid. I miss you, so I want to hear about all the things you find stupid. Okay, we can talk about politics. Have you seen? Later, have you seen Grunt Style Clothing brand? No, it's called Grunt Style Clothing. Okay. It started. It started the first time I ever saw it was probably five years ago. Just Instagram, like you know, you get those Instagram shops that come up on your scroll a mm-hmm. lot. Do you get those? Yeah, like sometimes. it's like click on here, and it's just like a like a privately owned like probably one or two person shop and they yeah. have a screen printer and they yeah. sell different stuff like Dimitri yeah and then they sell stuff like that but it's Grunt Style so it was originally uh, veteran owned oh okay and, of course and so it was kind of cool some of their designs were, were neat yeah but it was definitely geared towards the veteran stuff it's like yeah. me as a non-veteran I'm not going to wear that stuff because I would be a poser oh okay like because of the stuff that I it's love that word because of the stuff that it says it's yeah. like it, the the logo is two crossed muskets and then it's like this I shall defend okay stuff like that yeah um you should totally get a shirt that says <laughs> with what what am I defending I don't know I told Cheyenne her first tattoo should be we the people across our shoulders <laughs> uh, finish what her uncle Jake wouldn't start Dude, wouldn't it would finish be hilarious anyway uh, that's that that would be funny just so random on her too someone who just probably will never give it like a, a, that much of a care about politics yeah. which i'm jealous about i wish i could not yeah, care um turned it off. you got to man it's yeah. so depressing yeah um i i admire the people who can show up every four years and vote and then just put politics to the back yeah. of their mind the rest of the time yeah. the amount of time i've spent sweating about 2024 in just the last week is mm-hmm insane i'm yeah. not going to survive this election cycle i don't think so either um but it'll be documented well documented <laughs> uh so grunt style clothing is i the, is this is the company the com- okay. company is called grunt style clothing and they have it's exploded now mm-hmm. like just exploded everybody like i see them everywhere online or in person in person oh wow a lot of people you'll see it if you see americans flag or patriotic style clothing look at the sleeve if you see the two crossed muskets it's grunt style clothing i think i know exactly what you're talking Mm -hmm. about a lot of people are wearing it's exploded so now you can which is great for the veterans who like created that like i i like i want to support i do want to support veteran hiring veteran um businesses because Mm -hmm. i do you know a lot of veterans yeah okay Mm mm-hmm the ones I know are pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're really, I mean, they're such a big problem with veteran homeless. The ones that I know are the sweetest, like they, they are, 
they are knuckle draggers, mm-hmm. but they are the most, some of the most genuine, caring, and real people out mm-hmm. there. I mean, so, and and there's so much problem with veteran homelessness, yeah. veteran because of mental mental health. Here, and, go fight this war for us, but when you're back, just figure it out. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> actually supporting veterans is supporting veteran like right, right, right. stuff that they they need when they come home mm-hmm. which is employment and jobs and yeah. stuff outside the military and if you can support a veteran owned business that's great mm-hmm. it's just for me like I couldn't wear those shirts without feeling like a complete poser mm-hmm. because it's it started as like military I don't know like military sayings mm-hmm. like Semper Fi or right. who, uh or stuff like that yeah and now it's like every fat ass like every like overweight oh i'm gonna get one <laughs> shut up <laughs> I dude who like didn't serve yeah didn't not not police didn't serve yeah wearing these do you think it's the nationalistic like <sighs> yeah i just i don't know i it's yeah it's i, I think one it's 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 ma- it's this push for like hyper masculinity oh, yeah for sure uh, this association I was with gym rats too. Probably yeah, wear it this, a lot. this association with like um, U.S. like wrapping everything into the flag, but then also having this over reverence of veterans, mm-hmm. like when amongst people who didn't really serve, like this overcorrection of how we treated veterans in uh, Vietnam mm-hmm. has now swung this pendulum so far over to the point where now, if you're a veteran, you could do nothing wrong. Fallible, yeah. Well, that 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 doesn't mean anything either. Veterans yeah. are just people yeah right they they can be good they can be bad that they're, yeah. they're not we shouldn't put them on pedestals necessarily um green <laughs> if you're a veteran just messes me i can be completely wrong on this but i feel like we it's like now all of a sudden if you're a veteran you're automatically like could be the best poli- like you're that's like i don't think they feel that way pre i don't think veterans feel that way oh, okay i think there are the people who didn't actually serve feel that way they put vet like they their view of veterans is far different, I think, than veterans actually see themselves and other veterans. And I would imagine how they feel society views them. Mm-hmm. Because the mouthpieces who are like, yeah, vets, vets, or whatever, and what you're what you're saying mm-hmm. doesn't translate into actual care no. or development or support for the veterans in their not, businesses and not recoveries and because if they did the VA would not be as fucked up as it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is it fucked up? That's terrible. I, I just uh I don't know if that opinion is a, a welcome on this show. <laughs> um yeah, it sounds I mean it's always like any time a vet I know posts about it it's just like it's the government, mm-hmm. right? It's government ran uh, uh pro uh, organization. Yeah. It's hard. Mhm. But we, we're not hips. we're we're not taking we just we're not taking care of our veterans yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're not getting the care that they need anyway. My point is is that these people wear these clothing this clothing and they're not veterans and it has like a very veteran look to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you wearing that? It almost looks like you look like you're trying to cosplay right here, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and for me, it's like it's is it just, stolen valor. It dude? screams. No, it's not stolen. I don't think it's stolen valor unless you're actually saying you <laughs> served or you're putting on a uniform. Which there are people who do that. Which that's weird. Oh, I love it. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> but it's like these people, they feel like they should have served. They chose not to. But instead of just owning that and, and being comfortable with who they are as an individual, they have to try to pretend to be something that they're mm. not by wearing these overly tough shirts that they think, I think, projects strength. Masculinity and strength. 
And it's so weird. And it's like at the dispense of, I feel like it's actually at the dispense of people who actually did serve. I don't know if people who served like look at those dudes and like think that they're fucking clowns. I'll tell you this right now. Oh, I shouldn't tell you that on the air. I I have I have a friend who uh, served and can't stand police officers who didn't serve mm. because they present like machismo macho man. It's like they almost talk about their their shift or whatever mm-hmm. as like. Uh, oh man, it was oh, it was like a war zone out there. You know what I mean? So I I, I would imagine that you're right because mm-hmm. even with like police officers who haven't served, who've trained, who've you know whatever they've gone through, whatever it takes to be a police officer, that's very different than having a someone who was in the military then serve mm-hmm. as a police officer. Yeah. I would imagine those For are sure. widely different. Absolutely, but there is that annoyance of like, dude, stop. Like almost like there's a puffing of the chest of those who didn't serve mm-hmm. as officers, yeah. and it's the same situation with these bros in the shirt. Mm-hmm. I didn't serve, but I'm gonna puff my chest up so that I can stand next to those who did. Mm. Damn, Jeff, that was fire. That was nice. That was Does good. that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>